You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. summer and you know what that means for some reason horror movies i don't yeah, know no, you remember I, I, when it was just october and january yeah and i love i love oh, i love a good horror january offering but you know uh, I, i'll take I'll, I'll take my horror anytime i can get it i, I will as well uh, yeah. yeah i'm always <laughs> pleased except for when i'm not which does happen <laughs> all too often in films we never got around to recording a review for insidious the red door but that's a whole nother story oh yeah nathan was championing that one that's yeah. patrick wilson's directorial debut i mean he's not bad as a director honestly <laughs> yeah. but you know, it's still another insidious film. So okay. there you go. Uh, you know, it is what it is. But on the uh, world of not a previously established IP, <laughs> we're, we're that gonna, was still a world, Chris. You know, indeed, we're covering a film that has come out sort of like you got a very limited theater release and was going to go wide. Then I guess it was. Uh, I think it's Lionsgate decided that uh no you know what we're not going to after all we're gonna we're gonna pull back and and just do uh vod uh is cobweb which is weird too because it was on the 2018 blacklist the script for this thing it was a very quiet release yeah with the exception of the critic from RogerEbert.com, who i'm sorry is starting to get annoyed the crap out of me lately (laughs) um (laughs) i'm sorry man i'm sure you're you're cool guy but i we do not agree see eye to eye on stuff <laughs> you're not going to go watch yeah. you know with <laughs> exception to him it was generally getting pretty good reviews uh and this is from chris thomas devlin who did unfortunately the 2022 texas chainsaw massacre which i forgot all about but that made people actually angry didn't it that I, movie I mean, come on it's a, like art there's only what like two good texas chainsaw massacre films anyway and one of them is a parody of the first one yeah. so well it's the first one in the oh three one obviously, oh no right? the, i'm yeah. sorry three because <laughs> the, no the the platinum dunes first one the remake is actually yeah. quite solid it's from oh three I don't remember what year it was. Yeah, it was about 03. I remember yeah. in high school. Actually, pretty out. good. I still remember <laughs> seeing it at the Alamo and halfway through the movie, through the goriest scene, they brought out little free bowls of chili for everyone. Oh, that's And fun. I was like, all right, chili, and started yeah. eating it. And the girl next to me, like, immediately, like, put her hand over her mouth and ran out to use the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my well, God. vegans, what yeah. you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? But this movie, Cobweb, features no chainsaws. It does feature Lizzie Kaplan uh, and Anthony Starr, who is Homelander from The Boys, if you didn't know. Uh, and, uh, oh, wow, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg produced this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, I Point Grey, where I'm doing two Seth Rogen-produced Point Grey movie reviews <laughs> oh, yeah. back-to-back today. <laughs> no, I saw it in the credits. I was like, oh, hey, guys, cool. But this is one of those films centered around a little kid, uh, Peter, played by Woody Norman, who actually was in uh, played Jesse in the film Come On, Come On. Oh, which, so great. Which he got a BAFTA yeah. nomination for Best Supporting he was, Actor. He made my shortlist for breakout uh, performance or yeah, artist that year terrific great. yeah but he's a little kid living with his parents who are weirdly sort of uh exclusionary to the rest of the world yeah. they're just kind of, you can tell there's something off about them but you're not can't quite put your finger on what it is mm-hmm. uh like 
at school he's kind of bullied um the parents he seems like i don't know like they don't want any input from anyone else they're just not interested he's yeah. not allowed to go out for things like halloween which is about to happen they have a giant pumpkin patch in their backyard for for no other reason for reasons that it's yeah. just it's maybe just it's, there. it's just there yeah uh and the plot one, needs it to be there and one night he starts hearing strange noises coming from his wall and then a voice calling his name Okay, so the upshot of all this is they don't believe him. They're like, okay, what? Well, you know, come on, you know. I mean, generally speaking, they seem to be at least tender towards him, right? You know, they're not like, don't seem like it's not like that movie, Mom and Dad. <laughs> well, you know, what, uh, I don't know the ones you're talking about, but I, the one I thought about was um, um, Parents, Parents yeah. with Mary Beth Hurt and Randy Quay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought the about 80s. that too. Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it revealed, I should say, but not that the voice in the wall. He starts going, okay, I'm just. The, maybe the way to deal with this is to actually not just be scared and talk to it. Maybe it's in my mind. Maybe it's not. Says, I'm your sister. They trapped me here in the wall. Uh, you need to get out of this house. The parents are evil. Uh, or, and like, if you could figure out how to free me, that'd be great, too. The, <laughs> the question of this movie, the core conceit is, is she just in his imagination? Mm-hmm. Is or, or are the parents actually evil? Mm-hmm. Uh, or is there actually something or someone in the wall yeah all right so these are the conceits that actually takes quite a while into the movie before you know an answer really and yeah. that's one of the strengths of cobweb is keeping you guessing yeah it keeps you guessing and also um it keeps you diverted the entire time with all the different happenings that are you know that are going on i, I really find um the sequences with him at school and the way he functions in the outside world uh, you know after coming from this home where you know there's no preparation for um how to deal with anything outside mm-hmm. there and so seeing him and you know interact with the teacher or try to you know, be so isolated and you know the way he takes his bullying uh, those scenes i found really 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 interesting and they have such so little to do with you know what is actually about what yes. the movie is actually about well that's frank by the way hi i'm frank also joining us is uh mike McAllister, and i am chris uh i was going to say as well the teacher who is the really the fourth uh wheel of the movie here cleopatra coleman plays miss divine you may have seen her on the last man on earth show and she was in the netflix uh thriller in the shadow of the moon she is concerned for this child even though she's apparently kind of a substitute teacher yeah and the school doesn't take her too seriously either and she's like have you seen these drawings this kid is doing something is fucked up at home it says help me yeah (laughs) so again leading to the maybe it's the kid who's crazy here yeah i mean that is the big guessing point now i feel like to talk about like we have to talk about the third act to some degree so like we are going to have to reveal what the answer is to discuss it because there's so much to unpack there and discuss about yeah. how that works, that third act. So if you do not want to know, you can Batman out right now. But I'll just say in general, I you know for early rating here, I'm a, I really like this a lot. I think it's a, a little flawed. It's a little wonky with its pacing at points, but the cinematography is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, audio is fantastic. Like all yeah. the effects and oh, the sound and stuff is really, yeah. really very good. Audio. And a good yeah. score as well. I yeah. Thought. No, I was really <laughs> genuinely pleased with all the performances. Uh, and Lizzie like Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan. Oh my gosh. And, and the way it just, it was just so effectively keeps you guessing. And mm-hmm. I always love that because all too often with horror movies, especially you like know within 10 minutes, everything that's going to happen. Yeah. And that's, um, and I, I hate that. I try not to anticipate, but you know, the convention so often that you just, it, it, it becomes hard not, 
not to. Um, this one, uh, the architecture of this film is just really uh, so well mapped out. Mm-hmm. Um, it does go, I don't want to say it goes in different directions, but it does try different things. It goes yeah. down different garden paths, but they're, you know, they all are pieces of something that, um, that add, they do add up to something in the end, ultimately yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was okay. I mean, <laughs> thing is, um, it's been a while since we watched it cause we kind of <laughs> waited a while to review, but, um, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. The, um, you know, it, it definitely is very effective at building a spooky atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. for sure. You know, um, and the, and the sound work is, is fantastic. It just, I guess if I think it, my only negative is it didn't really stick with me like a lot of, I like, I really hoped it would, like, uh, I know we're going to be reviewing this at some other point. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me kind of really stuck with me. Well, <laughs> whereas, yeah. This whereas, is uh, creepy. Talk to me is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Th- <laughs> yeah th- this one is going to be something that um, I'm going to be reminded that probably at the end of the year, like, oh, yeah, it did come out. Yeah, it was pretty good. What do you know what we were talking about when we reviewed Haunted Mansion? Like mm-hmm. um, like that movie being like a, a child's gateway to horror. I think this is something that I would have been, been watching had I been maybe a little bit older yeah. than the it's like teen, young teen, yeah, like preteen age, it, it does kind of have that sort of like a like a adult goosebumps kind of yeah. feel to it. Yeah. Like it's just creepy enough, but almost you feel sort of like you're not going to be traumatized and by it, but it's scary. Also, enough. like a lot of those goosebumps type things, it's got the twistiness to it. Absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. okay, so it's it is, and here's the point where you leave if you don't want to know. It is, as it turns out, a monster movie. Um, there is, in fact, a sister in the wall, a horrible mutated sister. Yeah. That is, for, With a, for, that for some reason can like move like Spider Man. No kidding. <laughs> and, uh, and, with a really creepy smile that uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the, the work they did on, on the, on the sister uh, was really impressive. I loved her hair. This this woman has long. The sister has long, long, long hair, and she's like, I mean, you, you can't help but not think of Rapunzel in no. a way. You know, the keeping her locked away in this tower, which ultimately is used in the film. Yeah, but the it, effectiveness... it, it reminds me of like if you took that girl from uh, the ring and made her look like a heroin addict. <laughs> yeah, right. That's good. Um, yeah, her hair is often like sort of the thing they use to be. Oh, she was just here. Like, yes. you know, you'll be like, yeah. like, he's like, oh, she's, she moves super fast. And I'll be like, oh, you just see the, the end of the hair flip around a corner out of sight. And you're like, okay. So right. she went that way. Yeah. Uh, but I really liked the monster work. I think that of all the answers it was that possibly could have been, it was the one I wanted the least. I think I was I, like, okay, that was like, it's cause it's exactly what the movie tells you it is, even though it spends most of its time feeding you red herrings about th- other stuff yeah i think i think uh it but it does sell you on those red herrings and one mm-hmm. in particular very well yeah that you, that's what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah. Well, i was like i kind of liked one of the red herrings versions yeah of the story. But, but it does pull a hat trick and yeah. in, in a very in a very good way um even though the hat trick you can kind of see yeah coming but it's still um i love the ideology of this film because it's it, it does feel uh you know because who what kid doesn't feel like they lived up to their parents expectations and and that's what like I can see this little kid like, well, if I'm not good, you know, if I'm, I'm going to be like her, I need to be what they want sort of thing. And that's, that's palpable. And, and oh yeah, absolutely. It goes places I did not expect it to go in the third act where like there are points, there's something the kid does that I'm like, oh shit, that's snap. <laughs> <laughs> nice stand it up for yourself, kid. Yeah. I don't know if that was the right way to do it, but okay. But you did it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think overall, I really enjoyed this. I just, it probably, you know, I haven't seen the rest of the horror this year and Fantastic Fest is coming up in two months. But <laughs> yeah. at this point, it easily is in my top 10 of horror for the year. Oh, but okay. 
you know, we got October's not even here yet. No. That being said, most of the worst horror films that come out every year nowadays come out in October. Like th- that's you like think they, so? that's where they put out the commercial appeal to teenagers who feel like they have to see whatever horror movie is playing no. in the theater. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. always like. You know, hey, we're remaking. I I know what you did last summer. Type of thing. yeah. Shit, the remakes you know? do tend to show themselves more in the yeah. yeah the exactly. Like, for sure. uh, and we got like <laughs> Saw X coming out. Uh, yeah, which again, oh not gosh. looking forward to. Hey, you know what? The best Saw film. None of them. They suck. Oh, sorry. Come on. They're terrible. I kind of like the first. Franchise. I like the first one too. It's, Man, oh. it's the best one of the series. I'll give you that. Okay. That's a real low yeah. bar. Oh. I did, the only one that ever. The only other one that came close to was the one where it was about like. Uh, medical insurance people getting tortured. Oh yeah, okay. Well, like I mean, I appreciate that, but uh, <laughs> no, I've been calling it Saw Twitter lately. So. Saw Twitter. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, nice. Gosh. <laughs> I'm not gonna let that. Joke that, that took go. me a second. I guess. That's like, funny. Like, Fast and the Furious Twitter. Yeah, we're like the, the whole thing. There. Fast Jason Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, Marvel's Twitter Men coming out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be good. All right, so we'll we'll, to the ground. let's go to final thoughts, Mike. What about you? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't like it as much as you guys, but I, I think it's a very good effort. Um, it is very creepy, does what it needs to do. Um, I think it's, it, it would be a great date movie if it went to theaters. <laughs> but um, I don't know I don't know what's missing from it that really keeps me from giving it a particularly high rating, but I know that it was at least enjoyable. <laughs> um, Fair. You know, it's got a good atmosphere to it and everything. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna give it six and a half out of ten. Uh, bodies born, uh, buried in the backyard. Nice. Frank, um, yeah, I quite enjoyed this. I think uh, you know, it's uh, its themes are very real. You know, not really sure where you know about your family, where you fit in your with, with your family. Yeah. You're living up to parents' expectations and. Uh, uh, those all work, and and that extends to the outside world. And I loved following this kid, and because even though he's put he's put in a very fantastic um, uh, uh, circumstances, uh, everything he experiences and um, expresses is very real. Uh, and I really appreciate that. There's nothing better for me when a horror film can be creepy, atmospheric, um, imaginative, but also be very grounded. And this film was. Um, it's highlight and the highlight in an already great horror experience is Lizzie Kaplan. Mm. I thought the way she played it, which, you know, I, it could have been over the top and there, there are moments she has in the film where I'm like, that should not work. Yeah. That choice, that acting choice should not work, but it does. And there's, you know, I love Janice in, um, in mean girls. And I loved her and party down. And, um, (laughs) Um, Masters of Sex. Have you uh, seen that show? No, I have a life. No, it's, uh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a really good show about the no, the whole the, yeah. um, the uh, Johnson ma- ma- the Johnson and Johnson uh, uh, testing. Where I forget what they call the actual test that just determines where you are on the, the sexual. It's scale. not they, not the Kinsey the scale. Kinsey scale. Like, yeah, it's Kinsey about the founding oh, okay. of the Kinsey scale. And oh, okay. It's real, and it's got uh, uh, the guy Sheen, Sheen. Michael Sheen. Michael yeah, Sheen. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I know. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. she's fantastic in it. I mean, she never. Looks, and I know you don't care, but she's naked a lot. In it. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, you know, no. <laughs> me, neither me nor my boyfriend care that she's naked in it. Yeah, other people do, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was all about. It. I was like, "Oh, we're watching the rest of this shit." I mean, I'll watch her in the new Fatal Attraction. I probably won't. <laughs> okay, someone else will. <laughs> but uh, no, she is phenomenal. Phenomenal in this, and uh, yeah, I. Uh, 
Uh, she was the star. She's, you know, in an already great film. She just made it even greater. My one complaint about this is that at an hour and 28 minutes, I feel this is too brisk. I feel it's too short. I feel because what the, the territory, territory and the areas that they explored here are explored very well. And, you know, the horror elements, the scares, the creature design, uh, likewise, outstanding. I don't know why they decided to just... Um, rush it along the way that they did i know people um like that for a horror film i don't mind when you've, when you've got something good explore just a little bit longer i think a, a tight 145 hour 45 would have made this a much more involving uh film um i feel like it's like a, a kid who was playing with a really cool toy that gets bored with it and starts you know playing with a different toy <laughs> um but um but it worked this largely worked for me so i'm gonna have to give this uh eight out of 10 really disturbing drawings that you put on the fridge by the way uh i misspoke in the beginning i credited the director as chris thomas devlin he's actually the writer the Mm. director is samuel bowden who's a little bit newer he's best known for some uh tv work including a really great show called marianne it's so creepy really really good i still need to watch cabinet of curiosities i'm way behind on my horror tv watching it's just Top I, ten. It's I so know, good. and I, I, Night Gallery is my favorite show. So everyone tells but me if you, if you get a chance, Marianne is about a horror writer who goes back to her hometown, finds out that this evil spirit that she sees in her dreams turns out to be real, and is like been drawing her back to her hometown. Oh, wow. and it's really, really good. Kevin Williams did trying to make a try to make a show about that back in the early two thousands. It did not yeah. did not sell. Well, anyway, uh, for Cobweb, yes. Uh, uh, I think this is really good. I think it could have been better. Uh, I think there's some wonkiness with the close-up effects on the the sister when it gets down to it. There's some overuse of CG at points I thought was a little annoying. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a very low-budget production, so what are you going to do? Yeah, I agree, true. 88 minutes is too short. I think it jumps from one thing to the other a little too fast. But all the performers are in top form here. The kid, Woody Norman, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just delivering up really convincing performance here and you didn't we didn't even barely talk about anthony Starr, who oh. i think is terrific yeah. he's got this great brooding menace yes that, like it's just like there's yeah. a scene where he's talking to uh the teacher and the whole yeah. time he's just got this <laughs> hammer in his time in his hand and he's yeah. like just worked on he's like i was just working on this yeah i cut myself but she is clearly just fucking terrified even though he never says one thing i know that is actually like in, you know specifically threatening a specific way to play it yeah and he holds it yeah and brilliantly he holds it like he's he's all like just being like oh very compassionate and concerned but the whole time he's bleeding and holding this hammer yeah. even when there's no reason for him to be holding the hammer yeah. uh <laughs> and it's a genuinely creepy as fuck sequence yeah. and that's in a lesser film that's something that we would be making fun of like yeah. why is he holding a hammer right now but right now he's like he's you holding understand hammer why yes because yeah. that's he knows exactly what he's doing yeah um yeah i i enjoyed this i am going to give it a seven and a half out of 10 smushed pumpkins oh nice the smashing pumpkins i was yes. i should have said damn it my rating should have been eight out of ten keys you forget to to, to to take that you have to be have to be delivered by some creepy guy holding a hammer in a bloody hand no i had to give it that rating because the world is a vampire so the world is a vampire so we're clear yeah. on that the world yeah. is a vampire mm-hmm. that's fact you can look it up <laughs>